0: We walk the walk. We fund scholarships for future educators, pay student teachers, and help full-time teachers with their student loans so they stay in Michigan. We accept out-of-state certificates, so if you have experience, you can enter the classroom without jumping through bureaucratic hoops. As a result, enrollment rates in Michigan's teacher prep programs are beating other states. So a message to America's teachers, if you want to teach, we want you here. Welcome back. We're wrapping things up here in Lansing as we get uh, some reaction to the governor's state of the state address. We had the Republican reaction just a, a little bit ago, and now let's bring in Matt Colazar, a Democrat from Plymouth, state representative in Michigan's 22nd district and chair of the House Education Committee. Welcome.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me today.
0: What are your thoughts on the governor saying, teachers, come here, we're ready for you?
1: That was easily the most meaningful part of her entire speech for me. I was a teacher before I was a legislator here in Lansing, and one of my biggest missions coming to Lansing was to bring teachers back and make sure that teachers across the country know that Michigan is the place to come do it. And uh, the fact that the governor shares that value really was important to me, and and I just loved hearing it.
0: Um, We had the Republican uh, reaction here, and they're saying, you know, she wants to expand pre-K and associate's degree, but the K through 12 is broken, and it hasn't been fixed.
1: I think that our K-12 system is ripe for improvement, and I think everybody would acknowledge that. that. I think we've made some really good strides about that, but one of the best ways to do that is bring in the most qualified, best, and brightest teachers in the country. That's how you do it. How do you do that? You make teaching a more um, attractive profession. In addition, look at the universal pre-K she was talking about. If you are a young family, and you are looking for a place to settle down, knowing that once your child is four years old, you have free child care, that's a in a very attractive sales.
2: I mean, I've
0: been saying that all morning. That could bring in some friends that I have in New York City or Chicago or something. That's huge.
2: Do you acknowledge the the frustration, though, that so many taxpayers feel, that every year the the legislature pats themselves on the back for spending a a new record for K-12 education, And then we hear the reports coming out later that our third-grade reading uh, scores are 43rd in the nation, that our achievement rates are lower in eighth grade for math and science. And they go, where's the return on this record investment? I know you understand that frustration, but when does that script get flipped? Absolutely, and and that's a great question. I think it's
1: important to point out, I mean, part of why I ran for office in the first place was that frustration. I was a public school teacher that felt like I wasn't being supported. We saw massive cuts for a while. And we had to build back up. It does take time to build it back up. I think we've made strides in, in recent years, and I think this past year was, was one of the biggest ones we've seen. And I think it's important for Michigan residents to, to see that result. And what I think they'll see as we go forward is when you invest in kids, when you actually put the proper funding forward, you do see those results. It may not happen overnight, but it does happen.
2: How big is it to have uh, the first two years of uh, community college? tuition-free for high schoolers in Michigan. Well, we go
1: right back again to talking about reasons to come to this state. If I know that from pre-K all the way to, you know, two years after high school, my child's education is covered, that's a reason to come to Michigan, and that's something that not every state
2: offers. We've already expanded it, though, for 350,000 Michiganders, and only 8,500 have taken us up on the offer. So uh, financial challenges is just one part of the equation. How do we get a better take rate
1: on that? I think a lot of it is just getting the word out there, quite simply. I think a lot of people don't realize it yet. And it's important for us to make sure that we let Michigan residents know this is available to you.
0: Uh, You've been on our air just talking about protecting homeschool kids and a bill to do that. Where are you with that?
1: We've had a lot of conversations about what that would look like, and there is no bill introduced at this time. But what we have talked about is, and I know Dr. Rice, the state superintendent, has mentioned this as well now. It's important for people to know this is also about not just homeschool kids, but kids in general. There's a lot of students. We just don't know where they are. Are they in private school, parochial school? Are they homeschooled? It keep, wasn't
2: just learning loss; it was student loss. It, yeah, it, I mean, exactly. they just you dropped off the radar.
1: Exactly. And when people tell me, "Well, how would this make a difference?" My simple response is, "You can't help somebody if you don't know where they are." We have to at least know where these children are, and it doesn't it doesn't prohibit anybody from homeschooling. They can still homeschool. But you I,
2: acknowledge the privacy concerns here, and the concern that they they do what they do at home because they don't want. Government-sponsored education Mm -hmm. and oversight, and this is ringing some huge alarm bells for those families.
1: I do acknowledge that, but what I would say to that is checking a box to say I will be homeschooling my student this year is no different than filing a birth certificate when your child is born or claiming a child on your tax return. We already do these
2: things. What's your thoughts on health hubs in, in schools? Uh, because we have this mental health crisis, uh, we have these school shootings, and you know, what do we do to, to help harden the schools and to deal with the mental health issues that we have?
1: I appreciate you asking that question, especially right now in my district in Northville, we are looking at an on-site, we're actually looking at potentially two on-site school clinics that would have mental health supports. And I think that's a game changer. For kids to be in school and get those supports when they, they don't have to leave school, they, they, they have that access right there. Mm-hmm. I think that is huge for kids, and I'm really excited to see how it's going to work out in Northville. But I'm really optimistic, and I, I commend the school board and superintendent for getting that done there.
0: Matt Colzar, thank you for joining us on the special edition of JR Morning in Lansing.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Great to have you with us. So that kind of wraps things up, guys. We had a does. lot of topics today. Uh, by the way, we should point out that Paul Dolia will be live from Lansing later on this afternoon, new to 2 on Focus. And uh, we'll be back in our friendly confines of the foggy Fisher Building, <laughs> yes. if we can find it. Gotham City. That's right. <laughs> uh, meantime, uh, on behalf of Lloyd and Jamie, you take care. All Talk is next.